Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today, well, I love these ones, and they are very, very special indeed when they do arise, and that is a new member is going to be inducted into the Sample 200 Club on Saturday, and that is Woodville West Torrens Premiership uh, Utility, Matthew Goldsworthy. How are you, Matt? Good day, Zach. Thanks for having me. That's a pleasure. Um... 200 clubs, Sample, uh, yeah, it's a, a, a huge honour. Uh, what will it mean to you? Uh, yeah, I guess it's special. Um, it's been what feels like a quick time, but it's obviously been a long time to get here. But, um, oh, probably a bit cliche, but probably more keen to just get the win this week. We've got a pretty big game against Glenelg, um, top of the ladder team. So pretty desperate to keep the winning form going and set our season up. Yeah, we'll definitely chat about the game a little bit later on. But um, yeah, two hundred games, and you've been at the Woodville West Torrens Football Club for a long, long time. Um, but before you got there, you started off in the little town of Karamulka, right in the middle of uh, York Peninsula. Um, yeah, for those of you who are listening who don't know where Karamulka is, uh, Goldie, can you uh, roll out your well-versed line as to explaining where it is and uh, what it was like for you growing up as a kid? Yeah, mate. Uh, obviously, no one really knows where Karamulka is, but it's two hours uh, drive from Adelaide on your peninsula, just inland from Port Vincent and Stansbury. So grew up there and went to school over there. and um, That's part of the Eagles zone. So come mm-hmm. up through uh, the CMS Jumia junior footy um, program and then yep. developed um, come across into the Eagle Junior program and yeah haven't left ever since. Um, what was it like uh, in a, such a small country town we all know the CMS Crows have got a great history um, bred some wonderful players over the years too. Yeah it has yeah yeah obviously probably sort of growing up myself had in front of me Scott McMahon who went to North Melbourne and Bernie Vince the Crows and then the Demons so that sort mm. of people look up to growing up and um, yeah, we're a pretty strong club. Um, there's obviously merged three towns, so the depth was probably there for junior yep. junior footy. We had some pretty good success, so that was enjoyable. Mm. Did you come up against Big Saucy uh, playing for the R. Dross and Roos at the time? Uh, he was a bit older than me, so okay. I missed him. But, um, yeah, I guess probably Angus Roundtree was probably yep. one. He was the same age as me at R. Dross and so we went played against each other and then together once we got down to the Eagles, so probably he was probably the biggest one. Oh, very good. Uh, then making the um, journey, you sort of started off playing in the under-15 country system with Woodville West Torrens, as you say, uh, York Peninsula is a big part of that zone, but um, when did you actually get serious about um, football and sort of, I guess, make the move down to the city? Um came into the under-17s program as it was back then in 2007. So that was a, I was a 16-year-old and mm. had a pretty good year, won the best and fairest. Um, and, yeah, played state under-16s that year. So that was sort of, um, yeah, went from sort of come down and have a look to playing in the state program. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of, I guess in that year, you sort of realised you might be able to give it a bit of a go. Um, yeah. And then another pre-season, still living at home, doing year 12. And by the middle of that second season of under-17s, I progressed up to league footy. So, mm. um, yeah, it all happened pretty quick. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, you sort of come through the great, rich junior program there at Woodville West Torrens and particularly that era as well. What made it so strong and and um, enabled so many players to flourish in the system? 
Oh, I don't know if you can put it down to one thing. Obviously, even now, like the program, um, yeah, just really well run. Uh, mm. Back then, my first coach was Terry Hutton, and then Grimmy came through. Um, mm-hmm. So, that yeah, people running the club obviously do a great job, and obviously the areas as well. We come from, like, the Henley area in the city, yep. and York Peninsula, the Clare Valley, Adelaide Plains, there's some, yeah, just some strong football areas I suppose. Mm, definitely and uh, you touched on your league debut which you made in round 18 of 2008 uh, was a loss to the double blues but you managed to jag your goal can you actually remember the goal? Uh, oh, I remember how I, got, I actually got a free kick Simon Feast it was quite a big man and I was very small at that stage he fell on me and fell in my back so just a little <laughs> set shot it was but I don't remember too much else to be honest <laughs> how far out was the set shot oh no it wasn't far I don't think I don't think it came off too well either it just floated through for maybe 30 so <laughs> it went, went through that's the main thing yeah, very good. And of course, um, for some people that have only just sort of started following the Sandful Statewide Super League, um, you started off your career as that sort of real genuine crumbing forward, really clever around the goals. Um, is that somewhere you sort of played naturally as a kid back at home? or? Uh, yeah, I think so. Probably as a lot of kids do, that are that size or a mid or a forward um, coming through. And I probably played midfield I think um, in the under 17s and then sort of as you rise up you get promoted to reserves and they just chuck you in a forward pocket and that's sort Mm. of how it happened I think I just forward pocket reserves played some okay games there so it just obviously flowed from there and um, we had a really really good league midfield at the time so it wasn't really uh, something that was on the agenda breaking into that I was just happy Mm. to be playing and forward pocket was the role that it was yeah and then eventually um, 2010 was your real breakout year Obviously, just fell short as a team, um, losing that uh, prelim final to Nord. But uh, you kicked twenty five goals for the year and played eighteen, which was your um, biggest. Did you really feel that um, you could do it at the level regularly in that year? Um, I'd say even yeah, that was Godsey's first year at the club, so um, mm. he obviously yeah put a fair bit of faith in me. I had a good run of games there. It was probably not to the next year, I think, where I really felt comfortable. Um, so actually, that 2010 year, I didn't play in those finals. I missed out, got squeezed out of the squad. So it's probably mm-hmm. that 2011 year, once we yeah, strung another full season of final-round games together and then got into the finals, it sort of felt like I'd cemented my spot. Yeah. And, of course, the 2011 very famous uh, year to remember down there at Oval Avenue uh, was really special, wasn't it? It was, it was. Uh, obviously, Centrals were going for five in a row at that stage. So, um, we played them three times in the year and didn't get them once. So, um, yeah, to get them on ground final day, it could have definitely gone the other way should that last kick gone through. <laughs> but we were lucky enough to hold on. You started so well in the game, didn't you? And then you were just sort of clinging, clinging, clinging. Yeah, we were. I think we actually got five goals up late in the third and they kicked one on the side uh, to bring it back to four. And, Mm. Yeah, the powerful team they were. They just got a run on, and we couldn't really do much about it. We were just hanging on, and we were lucky enough the side went when it did. Do you remember your goal that you kicked in Grand Final Day? Uh, but yeah, vaguely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was our only goal in the last quarter, so it was mm. pretty important in the end. But um, yeah, I was talking to uh, Chris Hall the other day because I think he gave it to me. So we reminisce every now and then. <laughs> and how did it unfold? Uh, actually, I think it was a, we sort of just moved the ball up the ground and mm-hmm. 
So I think I played a bit of wing that day, actually. And yep. yeah, so sort of just got, got caught following the ball along. And um, yeah, a couple of quick handballs and just popped pop to me, just sort of straight in front and snapped it across the body. Yeah. And where were you standing when Lee Spur had the shot on goal? Um, I was playing deep forward late, so I was sort of probably in the middle of the ground. Um, just as, as you do, forwards yep. these days, you sort of come up the ground a bit, so yep. probably standing in the middle of the ground, just waiting for a quick kick out. But yep. um, yeah, there was that many people around the ball, you couldn't really see. You just okay. sort, of, sort of saw it on the screen and the yep. umpire running. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Pretty amazing um, feeling, yeah. no doubt. Then um, 2013, you had your best year in front of the sticks, kicking 38 goals for the year. Um, uh, what sort of were you playing um, pretty deep most of that year then? Yeah, yeah, mainly forward. I probably got to get up the ground a little bit more. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm not sure what. Can't really remember back that far. But <laughs> we had Andy Ainger came in that year. Um, yep. We still had the AFL listed boys, so we probably had Nick Solder coming back, and Brokes was still around. So I think we probably mm. had a pretty good forward line. So. Yep. Um, and we made it we were a decent side that year as well. So plenty mm. of opportunity to get a, get a few goals. So in saying that, how did the move to the defence come about when you were so successful in front of goal? Um, oh, it was probably, I think it was 2015, into 2014. I had a bit of a scratchy year, 2014. And 2015, we brought, added a uh, pup came back from the AFL, Nick mm-hmm. Hayes. Godsy got uh, Lockie McGregor across, who was with him yep. Glenelg. So sort of the forward line started to fill up pretty quick. And I, um, I think it was probably more an opportunity uh, for me to try somewhere else. Godsy sort of thought maybe that his forward line was pretty full up. So he said, let's give you a try down back. So mm. I didn't really train there in the preseason. It was sort of just we got to, I think, must have thought how his team was looking just before the trials and didn't know where he was going to play me. So he just gave it a go and... Had a couple of good trials and just never left, really. Mm. Was that pretty much your first taste of it as a player? Uh, pretty close. In mm. the first year I played underage footy at Eagles, I did, did it for a few weeks. Sort of mm. like to throw you around and give you a tap, try of it. But, yeah, I might have played maybe a, a block of four weeks down as like yeah. a half-back role um, back then. But otherwise, yeah, never. Not at all. How do you, how, like, have you almost surprised yourself how naturally you've picked it up, just the way you read the play and you're able to stream off half back? Um, oh, I think it's just, yeah, you'd sort of say at times I probably still play a bit too much like a forward and lose a bit of touch. <laughs> and the forwards probably enjoy playing on me. So, um, mm. yeah, I think once the ball's in your area, you just. Yeah, your natural footy instincts kick in, and yep. um, yeah, I like to think I see the game pretty well, so um, mm. yeah, I sort of try to use that to my advantage to help set the team up. And then this year in the twilight of your career, you haven't quite hit thirty just yet, though. But um, Jade Sheedy, new coach at Woodville West Torrens, has been using you a little bit further up the field, sort of into the midfield. Um, you seem to be really enjoying that, and you're playing as good a footy as you ever have. Yeah, it's uh, another change. It probably wasn't planned either. I played round one at half back and just uh, obviously a new coach trying to see how his new players sort of fit and look. And um, yeah, just sort of decided after round one to change it up. And there was a couple of young guys that have come into the squad who were doing really well Jacob Weir, Lockie Jones, uh, Brian Mansell mm-hmm. down back. So we thought perhaps we've got enough of that drive and young sort of forwards get pretty quick these days and I'm not getting any quicker. So. <laughs> opportunity to get me up the ground a bit more and um, yeah I've enjoyed it obviously been out to hit the scoreboard a little bit and we've had a couple of wins so I think hopefully 
stay there for the rest of the year and I might um, stay for a bit longer. Yeah, so that being said, you've had a real crack in all three sectors of the ground and probably in the twilight finishing off in the mids, but um, where is the actual preferred spot for M Goldsworthy? <laughs> I actually don't know anymore. <laughs> I, actually don't. I would have said I was a midfielder, but I haven't done that since I was about 17, so... Um, yeah, I actually don't know. Maybe it's wing. We'll see how wing plays out the next yep. uh, few weeks. Sure. Where do you enjoy the most? Oh, obviously, I think looking back, that time up forward, we had some really good forward lines up there, so it was mm. good fun being a part of that and yep. kicking some goals. But um, then again, going back and being able to play alongside Guffer and Tomo and mm. uh, Paul Stewart, Joey Sino won a club champion back there. Jared Orman was a good player for us back there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's sort of been, I guess it's given me a good chance to get to know everyone at the footy club. Sometimes you sort of, mm-hmm. you've seen your, in your groups and in your areas and you seem to get to know the same players uh, a bit more. But obviously I've been all over the field, so you get to develop those relationships with everyone. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. And um, you're certainly doing that um, off the field with uh, both of your, your roles that you have worked in at the club. Uh, not every player obviously works at the club. There are a handful, though. But um, you started off in the marketing sort of media and sponsorship sort of side of things um, for a couple of years. And now in the last sort of 12 to 18 months, shifted across and uh, become the club's footy operations manager. How are you juggling all of that with playing? Uh, yeah, it's obviously sometimes you can feel like you're at the footy club all the time, but that's I love footy, so it's not too bad. But yeah, it was lucky enough, end of 2016, Luke Jarrod retired and he was in the marketing and sponsorship role at the footy club. Um, and he was moving back to Melbourne, so the club offered me the role and sort of a good chance to get into the industry while mm-hmm. I was still studying. Um, so yeah, I did a couple of years of that um, in the marketing sponsorship space, which was good to see that aspect of the footy club. Um, and then, yeah, we sort of had some internal changes here. And Powley, who was the footy manager, moved up to the CEO's role sort of March last year and asked if I'd be interested to come across to the footy department. And, yeah, I was pretty quick to jump on that. <laughs> Been enjoying yeah. my time here. Yeah. Um, so the, that sort of footy admin had always sort of interested you? Yeah, I think so. I sort of, when I moved down to Adelaide, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Um, so actually... Did some landscaping and horticulture for about six or seven years. So I did a few mm. certificates in that. And, yeah, I just got to a point I was about 24 and wasn't sure what I was, sort of where I was going and footy. And sort of, yeah, I guess, yeah, as the kids do, they want to play AFL and you sort of get to yeah. the point where you're like, right, oh, it's probably not going to happen. What mm. am I going to do? And, um, yeah, my girlfriend's brother actually was just finishing year 12, so I tapped along to a uni day with him. And yeah. Gav Colby actually was the... The lecture I went and listened to, and I thought, well, I might not go with this, so yeah. that's sort of how it happened. Oh, very good. And um, how do you find uh, the footy manager's role being a player? Because obviously there's some tricky stuff you sort of need to negotiate, not the least of which um, being game day, there's obviously uh, a lot of integral stuff that needs to be organised and sorted as well. Um, that must be tough here to sort of maintain focus on what you need to do to actually play the game yet there's all that other peripheral stuff going on around you yeah i think it's probably i think it's been easier as a footy manager it's probably worse with the sponsorships okay make sure everything's all set up especially home games you're making sure everything's happening and everything's yeah going right but um 
yeah, Luke putting me, uh, yeah, I guess when he asked me to do this role, we knew obviously my situation right as a player, so he sort of helped, like, get as much in place, uh, ready to go for game days, and then he's there as a contact if anything needs to be looked after. And we have some great volunteers who sort of manage the on-day stuff as a league team manager, and yeah, we've got some guys under him as well, so they mm. make sure everything runs smooth and don't have to bother me too much on game day. Yeah, sure. And uh, obviously you won't have to worry too much about that uh, being an away game for your big milestone game, uh, playing against Glenelg, as you touched on earlier, the reigning Premier at ACH Group Stadium. Um, so a big game for you, isn't it? It is, it is. Obviously the reigning Premiers um, yeah, probably lost one that I wouldn't have expected them to last week, so they'll be pretty keen to bounce back. And, yeah, they're a very good team, pretty dangerous forward line, very good midfield, so even added Chris Curran back in who left and would come back so the team's pretty well as it was last year um, so yeah great challenge and I guess make it more special if we can get a win on this weekend and you got some family and friends coming down over from York's even to come along yeah yeah um, got mum and mum and dad are coming down and mm-hmm. family some of them are season ticket holders anyway they come down every week regardless yep. so um, nothing's different for them, but yeah, a few extras that will come along. Hopefully, the crowds open up and we can get a few more heads in because at the moment we're mm. capped at a thousand, um, yep. which makes it a bit more challenging to get a, get some friends and that in. But um, yep. yeah, I'm sure we'll make it work. Excellent, Goldie. Well, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. I do appreciate that, and um, from everyone at Sample, we do wish you the best for your huge 200 game milestone that you're reaching this week against Glenelg and uh, yeah been fantastic in the way that you work with us at Sample House and uh, we certainly appreciate that and wishing you all the best no worries thanks thanks for having me Zach